Hey to all my minimal friends. I'm your host, Ashley Fox, and this is episode 53 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. Today we're discussing perfectionism and procrastination, and sometimes the two go hand in hand. I'll explain a little more as we dive into the episode, so stick around. I am a perfectionist. I am also a big procrastinator. Surprisingly, it's extremely common for these two traits to be related. You can also definitely be either or. With my fiance's permission, I will say that he tends to procrastinate. In his own words, if it doesn't have a deadline, it's not going to get done. This by no means speaks to his work ethic, his drive, ambition, or motivation, but if a task can wait, he will wait to complete it, and that's okay. So if you fall into this category, as long as the important things are taken care of, that's what counts. On the other hand, perfectionists, like myself, want things done as soon as possible, tend to get antsy or impatient when those things can't be completed immediately, and generally are type A personalities. These are the kind of people who assign themselves checklists and feel bad when they can't mark everything off the list, even when they've put way too much to be completed within a single day. We also tend to focus on the smaller flaws that would just otherwise not be noticeable to others, but they bother us. Or maybe I'm just describing myself. I don't know. And you know what? There is some construction going on right outside of my apartment window, and I am just going to record this episode because this is about taming our perfectionist instincts. So please excuse any background noise you may hear because these uh, workers have been working hard since early this morning and do not show any signs of stopping. But then there's the procrastinating perfectionist, an interesting type of person who is so hung up on making something look or sound perfect on the first try that they don't begin the project at all or quit halfway through. We're mainly going to be discussing this type of behavior today, but there will be plenty of advice for those who put things off and those who feel that things must be done in a certain way. Psychology.com has a lot to say on this topic. Quote, Perfectionism is a trait that makes life an endless report card on accomplishments or looks. When healthy, it can be self-motivating and drive you to overcome adversity and achieve success. When unhealthy, it can be a fast track to unhappiness. What makes extreme perfectionism so toxic is that while those in its grip desire success, they are most focused on avoiding failure, resulting in a negative orientation. Perfectionists set unrealistically high expectations for themselves and others. They are quick to find fault and overly critical of mistakes. They tend to procrastinate a project out of their fear of failure. Perfection, of course, is an abstraction, an impossibility in reality. When taken too far, the striving for perfection can lead to negative outcomes like procrastination and a tendency to avoid challenges, end quote. Okay, so if you've ever started decluttering a room or organizing a cabinet only to stop midway through or even abandon the project before you begin, 
you most likely fall into this category. This is when we apply it to minimalism. It can be applied to many things, like me wanting to wait until uh, the workers are gone today in order to have a perfect sounding episode with no background noise, or, you know, wanting to uh, throw away a dish that you've cooked in order to create something more perfect. So you can apply this to any aspect, but since this is a podcast about minimalism, we're going to kind of use that angle today. So if the fear of not making something perfectly decluttered on your first try is paralyzing you to the point that you don't even want to attempt it, I have been there. I still struggle with that. And I can tell you it's not healthy and it's really not productive. There is a reason I don't listen to my episodes after they've been published, and a reason why I hesitated to create episodes in this season that aren't as scripted or perfect as season one was. Sometimes I will mess up a word and it's okay. It took me way too long to learn that, and longtime listeners know that I often say, minimalism is a journey, and everyone's journey is going to be different. We all approach our clutter clearing methods in a different way, and my journey is not going to be the same as yours, just like your way of doing things is not going to look the same as the next person's way. So I'd recommend just starting somewhere. If you take everything off a bookshelf, sort through the items, donate some things, and arrange what's left in a new way, that is progress. Celebrate that progress and enjoy the feeling of less clutter. You may hate the way things look as soon as it's finished, or over the next few days something might look out of place to you, but ultimately, you've progressed by downscaling a few items, and guess what? If it still looks too cluttered to you, or you think this certain thing would look better on a different shelf, you have the freedom to change it up, so don't get hung up on the small stuff. Once you shift the focus from trying to achieve perfection and realize that your house is not a staged home, it's not a picture in a home decor catalog, there are going to be visible cords from the computer or television or pet toys on the floor, but that just means that you are living and thriving within your home. Moving on, organizational supplies can be pricey, especially at this time of year, when we have to allocate extra expenses for gift exchanges, cooking holiday dishes, spending gas money to drive to visit family, we may not be able to budget in a $30 shower caddy or drop 50 bucks on organizing bins. If you are putting off a project because you do not have the funds or supplies in order to make it perfect, you can use plastic zippered bags, small cardboard boxes, wicker baskets, or any number of things to sort your items temporarily. And it's just temporary. I know the perfectionists out there are cringing at this thought, but if it's between saving up for pretty storage supplies or simply making progress and decluttering your things, take that less perfect option and just get rid of your junk. For more frugal solutions, you can always check out dollar stores and thrift shops for organizers. You can also visit apps and websites like OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace or even check out some garage sales and take advantage of some more affordable options. 
You do not have to go to a big box chain store or an organizing supply shop in order to meet your needs. So if you're a procrastinator and you can't motivate yourself to get started on the decluttering process because it's so daunting and feels so overwhelming, I've got some tips for you too. First, let's talk about procrastination a bit. The literal definition of the word is the action of delaying or postponing something. And similar words include delaying tactics, stalling, and hesitation. So it's important to find out why you're stalling. What is it that's causing you to hesitate? This is super important to identify because once you know why you're doing it, you're going to be more aware of the fact that you're postponing things and you'll be much more likely to move forward in ways that work for you. So where does this procrastination come from? Is it because it feels like too much work? Are you simply so overwhelmed that you don't know where to start? Is it really not that big of a priority to you? Are you a person who, like my fiance, needs to set deadlines in order to make things happen? Your answers may vary wildly, but I'm going to list off some things that can help you create a way to motivate yourself, some of which I've personally used since I'm a little bit of both categories, a perfectionistic procrastinator. (laughs) So try listening to a podcast that motivates you. And not just mine, (laughs) there are many awesome conscious consumerism podcasts out there, so pick one and take a listen to the episodes that interest you most. You can also read an online article. Okay, this is something I do often, even as a seven-year minimalist. Sometimes I will just Google how to declutter quickly. I've seriously done that within the last week, and I'm the producer of a decluttering podcast, so we can all use some outside motivation, even if it's the simplest tips ever or things you're really familiar with. You never know what may set the gears in motion to get you started. If you are a deadline person, set a timer for as many minutes as you feel is possible. Even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, you know that you can stop when the timer goes off. And if you're really getting into it, you may continue going until you've finished the area you're decluttering. And if you can only do 10 minutes a day, hey, you're still making progress and I'm super proud of you. Whatever inspires you to get moving and get to work, just use those habits and practices to reinforce your desire to declutter your home. So to summarize, if you are procrastinating, figure out the best way to motivate yourself. Whether it's writing down how you'd feel once your belongings are decluttered, or what you'd rather spend time on than cleaning and dusting a bunch of trinkets every week, whatever it takes to motivate you, find that motivation, take hold of it, and get to work. For the perfectionists, stop thinking so hard. Shut down that voice in your head that ridicules how poorly you're performing a task before you even begin and just make some progress. Know that you can always revisit it and make it your definition of perfect. You can make it fit that later. For those who are procrastinating perfectionists, combine all of the above and just get to work. 
It's as simple as that. I know it feels hard, but if you grab a box from your closet, open up a cupboard, and even if you only donate or throw away one to two things, know that you are making progress. It takes time. The important thing is not how much you do in a day or how well you do it. It's the fact that you are actually doing it. Be kind to yourself. Motivate yourself. You can always pick up where you left off or alternatively, change things up later. Just just get to work. You're going to do great. I hope this episode helped and hey, thanks for tuning in. If you want to follow me on Instagram or reach out and just say hi, visit the links below for my email and Insta. I always reply because I love you guys. If you want to make my day and show me some love, consider leaving a five-star rating and some nice words by reviewing this podcast via Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening platform. It really helps this podcast gain more visibility so more people can enjoy it just like you do. Have a great week and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free.